Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is the end of the week here on Political Coffee, and of course, you know what that means. It's Freedom Friday, where you get to call. Yeah, you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. This is the only day of the week that I get, well, I give you that privilege. Why? Because it's my radio show. <laughs> and I am your benevolent dictator talk show host. Anyway, it's really easy to call today. I try to take the phone calls more quickly. Because I want to get in as many calls as I can today. And it's just easy to do that. You dial 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. We're grateful for Power Buick GMC for always sponsoring that great call-in talk line for us. Or you can send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Let me ask you a question. Is there any incentive now for Oregon Senate Republicans actually showing up for the upcoming session? Now that the Oregon Supreme Court ruled yesterday after we got off the air that they can't run for re-election. Now, all is not lost. The reality is this. They have a federal lawsuit, which was dismissed, but is now on appeal. Now, the federal, there are arguments in the federal case, and Ronnie had sent me a, a text message about this, about how he thought that their arguments were weak in the state case, and then I would agree. It's the, They were just arguing about the plain language of the bill. Now, we all knew how this was going to turn out. Uh, and you know why? Well, we, we knew that Kate Brown's hand-picked Oregon Supreme Court, all seven of them are were replaced and handpicked by Kate Brown to be her fellow Marxist philosophy. We knew they were going to rule this way. The federal court is another matter because that, of course, could go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. So who knows how that turns out? By the way, thanks to a state employee who shall never be named, one of many who listen to the show, and I'm grateful, by the way, to all of you state employees. First of all, work for the state because it ain't easy working for Kate Brown or Tina Kotek or the Marxist leaders that she installs as the head of your agency. Thank you for toughing it out. You tell us many things. Some of the stuff I share with you on the show comes from state employees who I always protect their identity. And I'm careful about how I talk about them. This particular state employee sent me a couple of stories, one about an election integrity watchdog that is recommending the things that need, well, to, to protect our current vote. 
Now, they agree with us that the election systems are not secure, and there's so much evidence that it isn't. But then the amazing statements this state employee also sent me, FBI Director Chris Ray, who not only ought to be fired, he ought to be brought up on charges. He's a traitor to the Constitution, in my opinion, just as is Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice John Roberts. Chris Ray admitted, in, literally in testimony in front of Congress, that China is preparing to hack, to wreak havoc on our infrastructure, folks. On our infrastructure. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, things like our electricity, our water systems, our comp- our internet. What would that be like if you didn't have internet? Well, you wouldn't be listening to this radio show right now. Some of you, anyway. All of that, I mean, it's stunning where we're at. There's other things. So, again, why would, since, and Tim Knope said this yesterday in response to the Supreme Court ruling, why would these senators that are barred from running for re-election, why would they bother to show up and provide quorum? If they don't show up and provide quorum, nothing happens in the Senate. Now, yesterday, by the way, thank you to all of you who showed up at the war room. And thank you to State Representative Ed Deal, who came and had a, a you know hour-long conversation with us about everything, including this bill that got this gun bill that once again was introduced last session. And unfortunately, we got a bunch of Republicans on it, and my buddy Brian Boquist. This gun bill that says if you're having a mental health crisis, you could take it to a a gun dealer and give it to him and say, hey, keep these guns for me so I don't commit suicide. Sounds good, right? There's all kinds of problems with this, folks. Well, that got re... Um, that once again got uh, reintroduced. And some conservative Republicans are on it, like Anna Scharf and like Court Boyce down in Coos Bay. I don't get it. Ed Deal talked about it yesterday. We had a great visit with him. And then former state representative Mike Nierman, the only Republican to ever in Oregon's history, be kicked out of the legislature. He came in and talked about all the things he's doing behind the scenes. Folks, he has not given up fighting for things that you and I agree with him on. Like liberty. And he's a really smart guy. And we had a great visit with him. In fact, he ended the day. We were there from 8 to 3. We're going to be there every Thursday at the War Room, at the Ike Box, which is across from the Capitol Mall, from the west end of the Capitol Mall. You just turn right, and it's half a block. That's right next to the YMCA, folks. You can't miss it. Ike Box, we're in the Bay Room. We're there every Thursday. We had a great group there. We'll have more legislators showing up. We're going to be there again every Thursday through March 7th, which will be close to the end. You know, yesterday I ended the show. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. We'll get to the phones in a moment. Yesterday I ended the show talking about the um, 
the how 155 Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives voted against a bill that would have deported illegal aliens who steal a senior citizen's identity and steal their Social Security. You don't think it's not happening? Well, it is. 155 Democrats voted against it. Well, now comes the news that 150 Democrats yesterday voted not to deport illegal aliens who get arrested for drunk driving. All the Republicans voted for it. I mean, it's so bad when you get every Republican voting for some of these bills. I mean, come on, 150 Democrats voted against deporting illegal aliens who get convicted of driving drunk. There was a Marion County deputy killed in a car wreck by a drunk illegal alien just outside of Woodburn, folks, some years ago. You guys remember that? It took years, he fled back to Mexico, and it took years to finally get him arrested and brought back to the United States of America. Now, this isn't even about that. This was about illegal aliens who get caught and convicted for drunk driving. In Oregon, we give them driver's licenses, just like they've done in a bunch of liberal states. This is the modern Democrat Party. So I want to ask you this question again. This is Freedom Friday. You guys can talk about whatever you want, and we're going to start on the phones here. Um, Do you think Republican senators have any reason now to show up for this legislative session, especially since, and as Ed Deal pointed out, the differences between the Democrats' Measure 110 rewrite bill, which is nothing, folks. It barely moves the needle, if any compared to the Republicans' bill, which makes it a Class A felony. Yeah. And it commands treatment. Because this treatment thing, under Measure 110, it ain't working. And we all know it isn't working. Just look at it. Let's go to the phones. We'll start with Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. You got a big announcement. What is it? Oh, well, I got lots. But... You are not a benevolent dictator. You are a <laughs> benevolent pontificator. <laughs> and that's why we love you. Okay? <laughs> you're, you're here because we, the public, love you. And look what happened to Brian Kilney. Bye-bye. So, I love you, Jeff. I always will. And, you know, there is no doubt about it. My All right, so what's your big announcement? I want to know. My big announcement, Jeff, is that on July 1st, I will be officially retired out of the vending program. I've resigned all of my leadership positions because the Oregon Commission for the Blind is just horrible. So now I'm free, Jeff. 
I'm going to be free. And look out, world, because I'm going to make Oregon a better place to live. I'm going to get more involved in the. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Well, I'm going to get. I'm going to get more involved in the elections, yeah, because I'll have more free time educating the public. Okay, and I'm going to be fighting our state government from the outside from now on. And public opinion is a very important thing. We need to educate people. And my first goal, Jeff, is to make sure that the Republicans have a majority come election time. Because that's the only way that we make Oregon better. Because we know that the Democrats couldn't make anything better if you showed them how because they got their heads where the sun don't shine. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's right. But you can sure (laughs) as hell make their lives miserable by exposing their inadequacies and the fact they care more about power and money than they care about us. Art, thank you for making that announcement and congratulations on your upcoming retirement and your upcoming impact on elections. God bless you. Thanks, Art. Have a marvelous weekend. Appreciate it. Freddie, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the break. Back in a moment. It's 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, we are back, my friends. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be on my plate. 503-589-1220 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Or you can send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Let's go back to the phones and we'll, as promised, we'll talk to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. What's on your mind today on Freedom Friday? Hey, Jeff, uh, the other day you were talking about uh, Republicans not voting. Yesterday, I was yes. talking to a very staunch Republican conservative lady who's really upset with our fifth congressional candidate, the one that we have in office now, Lori Dreamer Chavez. Uh-huh. And she called their office and said, look, I'm not voting for you anymore. I'm not giving you any more money. You're pulling the race card out, telling everybody you're a Mexican, and you're voting 90% with a Democrat. That's one of the reasons why people are not getting that and, and voting Republicans anyway, because they're tired of the rhinos. And that's a real problem that we have in our, our side of the ledger here. Now, we all know that the Democrats are all 
drinking the Kool-Aid, and they're all brainwashed. But the Republicans are independent individuals. And we need to stop supporting these uh, rhino Republicans that say one thing, get in office, and do something else. we got to purge them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And the, the great conundrum, as you know, because you're a smart guy and, and you've run for Congress, you get and you understand this. Is it better to have a rhino than a and be in have Republicans in control and be doing some of the things that we're doing right now in the House? Although I think they could be doing much more. But, you know, is it better to have that or lose because we don't vote for a rhino and the Democrats take the seat and the Democrats are in control? And we only have a five seat majority right now. What would be better, having Democrats control of the House or Republicans in getting at least something done? That's well, the you're conundrum. Saying a, half, a glass half full better than a full glass. Well, you know, it, it, there's, there's what, what you're saying. There is some um, something good about that, but the other issue is is that people are getting a little upset, and tired of voting for a Republican, and then they vote 90% with a Democrat. So what's the difference? Yeah, she she hasn't voted. Lori has not voted 90% with the Democrats. Not even close. Okay. she Unfortunately, she voted with a lot of Republicans for bad things that we disagree with. You know, like the debt limit bill, which ensures $2 trillion deficits, which are going to bite us in the butt really soon if they haven't already. I mean, there's this stuff like that. She's voting right on the border stuff, but she voted wrong on this this tax bill, but she wasn't alone, so did 100 other Republicans. This tax bill that, you know, the extension of the child tax credit, it all sounds good, except as the Heritage Foundation pointed out, there's a loophole in it that allows illegal aliens who've just crossed our southern border to get the child care tax credit. She voted for that. Did she know about it? Who knows? But she ought to be held accountable for it. There's no question about it. Is she a rhino? No, I wouldn't say she's a rhino. She's more of a moderate. I mean, she doesn't rise to the level of Ken Buck. I mean, she voted to, she's 100% in favor of impeaching Mayorkas. Ken Buck, Republican retiring of Colorado, says he's not going to vote for impeaching Mayorkas, who's the guy who's absolutely opened the southern border. And we have 8 million invaders coming across our southern border. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we don't hold her feet to fire, and it doesn't mean that she shouldn't know that people like this person you're describing is fed up with her and is not going to vote for her and support her anymore. She needs to know that. She needs to know well, it. this lady's calling her office and telling her. Good. And that's what more of us need to do if we're... I mean, I text her. <laughs> uh, I, I text her on her cell phone. And I let her know what I think she's doing wrong. And I give her kudos when she does something right. Got to go back to the phones. Thanks, Freddie. Rebecca, you're up next. Go. 
Good morning. The the frustration that um, was just expressed by the previous caller is fixed by um, people joining as precinct committee people and also running for office, of course. But uh, but by participating in the primaries, the primary is where we get we challenge these people, and the primary often is where there's very low voter turnout. So the the um, participation of people in the process, especially by becoming precinct committee people is very, very important. The uh, precinct committee person has a vote all the time uh, during um, meetings that happen on a monthly basis and also are called if there's need to replace somebody. So like if there's a, a person in office who leaves or dies, the precinct committee people get together and replace that person. So it's a very powerful thing to be involved in, both the primary and also being a precinct committee person. Thank you, uh, Rebecca, for reminding us about that. And that is true, especially when it comes to general elections in tight races. Back in a moment. Rich, hang on. I'll get you to the other side of the bottom of the hour. Break at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, we're back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. It is... Freedom Friday. Let's go to Rich. Rich, are you back with us? Still with us? Yes, I am. Uh, adding to what Freddie said, uh, since Carrie Lake has proved that there's a deep state within the Republican Party, uh, so how many of these rhinos are being suggested to be runners and other people being paid off or suggested not to run? All right, so you're asking, so restate it because I'm not sure I'm clear well, on what it is that you're, I'm, you're I'm, saying. I'm wondering, because one of the things I started a long time ago in my own brain was, why doesn't the Republican Party have the guts to say something? And everything keeps pointing to some kind of loose control at the upper level. Carrie Lake has a an audio tape of them asking her not to run for the Senate seat, and they'll pay her not right, to. Right, Okay. Maybe that's happened to, oh, Mark Tillman or other people the same way. So who's really controlling which rhinos we get? So, that's just um, a thought to myself, you know. That, that's it's a question that we're all kind of asking. Who are these people that are behind the scenes that are 
orchestrating these things. You know, Thielman has talked about it. You were there at the political coffee class when he talked about how he got phone calls from people trying to get him to stay out of certain races. Yeah, Who's so behind all of that? My, my thought is, let's, let's jump to a real wild conspiracy. Who in the Democratic Party is running the Republican Party? Well, that's why we call <laughs> them the controlled opposition. We are the controlled opposition. We have leadership of your party or of your political body, say the Republicans in the House or the Republicans in the Senate. I'm not saying this is the case, but it has been in times past, depending on who was there, that cut deals with Democrats and don't take a stand for your principles and your values. You know, like the three Republicans that decided to come back in and allow quorum when they could have shut down the entire legislative session and stopped everything. Right. Okay. Well, that's controlled opposition. Why? Because they cut deals. Why do they cut deals? Well, most of the time it's because they're offered money for their districts. Most of the time. That's not always the case. Sometimes they do it out of other reasons. But who's really controlling the Republicans? Yeah. It's Democrats, Democrat donors, and Republican donors who act like Democrats and think like Democrats. Because they're not America first. They're globalists. Yeah. That's who's behind it. Exactly. So how, how do we fight against that, Rich? I have no clue. Ah. That's where I come in, and that's where the next political coffee clatch comes in. Coffee clatch is next Tuesday evening at Miller's Barbecue. I'm sending out an email today with a graphic that shows you how to get there. We're going to do two political coffee clatches back-to-back in different locations, and I'm going to let you guys decide where we should move the political coffee clatch to on a permanent basis. This first one is Tuesday night in Miller's Barbecue. It's in the old State Farm building. You can see it on I-5. That's that big brick building right at Portland Road. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do that one. And then the following Monday night, on the 12th of February, we're going to be at Sparky's Brewing Company, Sparky's Tap House, right there on Mission Street, 23rd. It's right behind the Carl's or the um, yeah, it's right behind the Carl's Jr. There, they got a lot of parking out and back. We're they're giving us the entire restaurant basically Monday night because there's nobody in there on Monday nights. We're gonna be able. It'll, both of these places are family friendly. So you can bring kids. Okay. Miller's doesn't serve any alcohol. Sparky's does. It's a brewing. It's a home brew beer, and they do not have hard liquor there, but they have beer and wine. You can get ciders like I drink typically. So we're doing two of these back-to-back. I'm going to let you guys decide where we should go on a more permanent basis. Who's controlling the Republican Party? Democrats. That's why they're the controlled opposition. That's what we call the Republican Party. That's why we call them the Uniparty. We need people who will stand up and walk out, even if it costs them their political seats. Now, folks, one of the things, in fact, Eileen has sent me an email about uh, asking me about um, Representative Deal's visit at the War Room yesterday. We're doing War Rooms every Thursday, every Thursday at the Ike Box from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. 
Okay, it's in the Bay Room. It's where we held it last year. Okay, during the legislative session. So we got five of them. The first one was yesterday. It was training. We had a great time with Rep. Deal, and then Mike Nearman came came in. Eileen Wright writes this. Did Rep. Deal mention Kotech's massively bad bill 1537 regarding millions for 360,000 more houses by 2033? It includes allowing houses onto farmland with certain acres that were started. Yeah, that's one of the bills that we did talk about briefly. Um, did he mention Thatcher's bad bill to make our summer days shorter? No, we didn't really talk about that yesterday. We did, I think it was mentioned once or twice. Uh, he didn't really, it was just kind of mentioned in passing. It wasn't something seriously. We are going to do a petition because Eileen said it was a great subject that she had, a great suggestion she had rather. We're going to do a petition at the upcoming political coffee clash to Kim Thatcher and every any other Republican that wants to keep us on standard time. I want to go to daylight savings time. Now, we've already passed that law. Congress is not doing it. So if you just, if, if the reason is to literally just stop changing back and forth and to stay on standard time, I would prefer to be on daylight savings time, not standard time. So we're going to let, again, you guys decide that. Already about 90% of those of you who've connected with me on this issue, when we talked about it earlier this week, about 90% of you have said, yeah, we want to we wanna go to daylight savings time. Very few of you like standard time. So, okay, we'll just have a little petition, then we'll give it to Kim. It'll be all right. Doug writes an email. By the way, it's Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff, 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. He writes, take a walk through the tax forest. Listen to this. There's federal income tax. There's payroll taxes. Sales taxes. And we have sales taxes in Oregon, by the way, folks. He continues. Estate tax, gift tax, corporate tax, inheritance tax, property tax, gasoline tax, state income tax, capital gains tax, death tax, excise taxes, import tax, home improvement tax, school tax, sin tax, road use tax. They even tax our pets. And don't forget the most insidious tax, the hidden and immoral tax of hyperinflation. One need only ask themselves, do I have a contract with the service corporation known as the IRS? The answer is no. If they can't produce a contract, then where do they get jurisdiction to make demands? Constructive fraud is real. Taxation is theft. Well, the federal law gives them the ability to reach into your bank account, Doug and take money from you. Federal government and court rulings give them, the IRS, this Federal Service Corporation, the ability to tell your employer, you gotta take money out of your employees' checks. That's the truth of it. Whether you wanna admit it or not, that's the world which we live in. Um, text message here. Uh, okay. 
I don't believe the FFLs have the room in their vaults for storage for someone guns. This is this bill that Brian Boquist, Court Boyce, um, Anna Scharf, which is in our broadcast area, have signed on to. Okay, that says you can you can take your gun if you're worried. I mean, it's, it sounds good, right? We talked about this yesterday in in hearing or in our in our uh, war room. It sounds good on its face, but here's the problem. This is one of many problems. I don't believe the FFLs, these are federal firearms licensed people. Okay, that's what this bill does. It says if, if, you, if you think you're unstable and you're having a mental crisis and you give your gun to an FFL to store it so you don't shoot yourself, which that's all good, the FFL has to make the determination later on that you're okay to get those guns back. This is what this person writes. I don't believe the FFLs have the room in their vaults for storage of someone's guns. The feds may have something in their rules that don't allow that type of storage. Plus, how much would you charge for storing someone's gun taking up room in your vault? Great question. It's one of many problems. Back in a moment, 648. It's Freedom Friday. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. Last segment for today, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Your emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff. KSLM.news. Like the one I got from Julie about Lori Doremer. I will not be voting for Lori Doremer. I hope someone will primary her. She's voting Portland, not the wishes and beliefs of us country folk. I've called her office several times. These calls have not resulted in poverty, positive action actions. They've resulted in pleas for money for her reelection. I don't donate. I said, I don't donate to those I do not intend to vote for. She votes wrong. She plays the race card. A real Democrat. But Julie thinks freedom, heating and air aren't the kind of people that take you for granted. You are their customers and they treat you with deep respect and dignity. Not, not only do they respond to you quicker than anybody else when you have an emergency, but they believe in the sacrifice those people who've given the ultimate sacrifice for it, gold star families. Gold star families always get half price labor at Freedom Heating and Air. It's just one of many great reasons for you to do business with them. So why don't you give them a call? 503-580-1456-1456. Another state employee shall never be named says Glenn Beck just did a segment on Oregon's GOP senator's court ruling against them. He said he supports them. Also, how half the state wants to divide because of the politics. Yeah, that's right. So I've asked the question, why would any Oregon senator even bother to show up now and provide quorum for any business to get done during this 
upcoming 35-day session that starts on Monday. Why would they with this court rule? Then Linda writes and knows who are Lori Chavez de Reemer's advisors. I don't know the answer to that. I've sort of wondered that myself. She, can, she certainly doesn't come back to her and listen to the grassroots on such horrendous bills that she's voted for. How do you pinpoint a rhino before they're elected? They've become perfectionists when it comes to that facade. I would like, I would still like to know where Mike Johnson came from, from overnight and out of nowhere. He's been an abysmal failure so far. He did advance the Mayorkas bill to impeach him. I think that's a good thing. Before I go to the phones again, it's Freedom Friday, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Folks, My Pillow is a great company. It's a Owned by the employees. Yeah, Mike Lindell is the majority owner. He's the founder. But folks, it's owned by their employees. And not only do they work hard for you, they give you incredibly great products. If you've tried any of them, you know. I've tried many of them. They were favorites of mine long before they became advertisers. You can get all of their incredible products at these deep discounts and free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code specific to this radio show, PC23. PC23. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good morning. Who are you and what's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Hey, Jeff. This is Colin. Uh, it's been a long time since I called in, but um, I just had a quick story to share. Sure. So a few months back, a buddy of mine, we'll say dated, a woman from Portland who fully believed that Salem was and still is a sundown town. Okay, what do you mean sundown town? So if you remember during Jim Crow America, sundown towns were towns that uh, black Americans could not go after the sun went down because uh, the cops were legally able to kill them. And she believed that Salem was that way? She believed that Salem was still a sundown town. Has Salem ever been a sundown town? Let me ask you that. It has not. I I wouldn't think so. Yeah, and they got into a massive argument about it because she said, she's like, it is, and she, she was willing to die on that hill. I wonder where that came from. I don't even know. It's It's got to be some wild level of indoctrination. Yeah, you know, one of the great things, Colin, about America is we're free to believe whatever we want, even if it's wrong and even if it's crazy. I mean, there are some wildly crazy leftist theories out there and, sad to say, some on the right. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, man. Have Do a good you, rest of your day. Hey, thank you. That That's an interesting story. Not heard that before. In fact, if any of you in the audience have any, if you've ever heard that about a sundown town, that issue, man, would, would love to get your story on that. Tim writes an email about legislators that can run for re-election. Can they be a write-in candidate? No, they cannot. What are the best sources of information on the legislature. Well, the best sources of information on the legislature depends on your, I mean, if you're talking about factual things that are going on, that would be the state's website. The Oregon Legislative Information System, OLIS, you can 
Uh, go to the OregonLegislature.gov, and down on the right-hand side, you can click on OLIS, O-L-I-S, and you can look for bills that are there. And all these bills we're talking about, that we will continue to talk about, are going to be there uh, as they're introduced when the session is sent. Now, if you're talking about best sources of information about people in the legislature from a political viewpoint, well, then depends on your political viewpoint. You can listen to the major mainstream news media that will rep- misrepresent things like this story out of Coin 6 that has a quote about, well, going after a Republican legislator from Grants Pass, Representative Dwayne Yunker. He was appointed. And, it, and they have a quote as the headline of the bill. Queer folks in their district are going to feel unsafe. Advocates condemn and Oregon lawmakers anti-LGBTQ comments. Folks, this is the kind of thing that we say. Because it's all about not allowing transgender guys to beat girls in sports. That's anti-LGBTQ. Shouldn't we push back on that? We all should. Let's go to another caller. Caller, good morning. Hello? Hey, good morning. Who are you, and what's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Oh, hi. This this is Dave. Hey, hi, uh, Dave. just a quick opinion on my part. The the uh, senators that were told not they couldn't um, uh, uh, be reelected because yes. they missed too much work. Well, actually, they didn't miss a day of work. They were doing the work of their constituents. You could you could argue that. Unfortunately, the Oregon Supreme Court didn't. Now. Oh. You just hit on yeah. a central part, Dave, of what their argument to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is because there's a federal lawsuit that they have. This is a First Amendment issue, and they're arguing that they were doing the will of their constituents. <laughs> a good point. Uh, I know you're about done with ours, so have a great day, Jeff. Hey, thank you, Super Dave. I appreciate you always. Uh, being with us and especially when i manage to screw up and don't push the button folks uh it's been a it's been a marvelous week i'm deeply grateful to each and every one of you and i mean that from the bottom of my heart who who petition our do business with our advertisers like eric azer at righteousrenovations.com great contractor a guy you can trust he's a man of god and he lives it and how he works with you keep praying folks for this state Pray for the upcoming session. Pray for the country. We need divine help. And you are a part of it. Thank you.